service, broadcast in French, English, and Arabic. Monsieur Fauche normally had a certain amount of catching up to accomplish. After spending the night with one of several exotic nightclub dancers he patronized in Paris, eighty miles to the north, but not often on a day as critical for Montpellier as this most certainly was. The broadcaster was quickly into his stride. The United Nations Security Council in New York last night formally outlawed the lethal French-built guided missile known as the Diamond Head. The UN banned the tank buster in all countries on humanitarian grounds. The American-backed edict was supported unanimously by UN delegates from the European Union, India, Russia, and China. He explained how the searing hot flame from the Diamond Head missile sticks to and then burns its victims alive, much like Napalm did in Vietnam. The broadcaster confirmed the view of the UN Security Council that the Diamond Head was unacceptable in the 21st century. It was the cruelest weapon of war currently in operation. He added that the UN had specifically warned the Islamic Republic of Iran that the Diamond Head represented nothing less than an international crime against humanity. The world community would not tolerate its use against any enemy under any circumstances whatsoever. Henri Fauche frowned, a facial expression that came more naturally to him than smiling. It replaced his regular countenance of dark, brooding menace with one of ill-expressed anguish. Merde, muttered Fauche, but he shook his head and attempted to lighten both the mood and his facial expression with a thin smile, which succeeded only in casting a pale, poisonous light on the assembled chiefs of Montpellier munitions. No one spoke. No one usually does after a bombshell of the magnitude just unleashed by the CII newscaster. Here, in the heart of the forest, these four executives, sitting on a potential fortune as grandiose as a Loire Chateau, were obliged to accept that all was now in ruins. The Diamond Head missile, with its years of costly research and development, its packed order books and clamorous lines of potential clients, was apparently history. The missile, which could rip through the heavily armored hulls of the finest battlefield tanks in the world, must be confined to the garbage bin of military history, destroyed by those who feared it most. The Americans had already felt its searing sting on the hot, dusty highways around Baghdad and Kabul, and in the UN Security Council they found almost unanimous support for the Diamond Head ban. The Russians feared the Chechens would lay hands on it, the Chinese were unnerved that Taiwan might order it, and the Europeans, who lived in fear of the next terror attack on their streets, could only imagine the horror of a handheld tank-busting missile in the hands of Islamic extremists. The prospect of the Islamic Republic of Iran distributing the damn thing to every wired-up Al-Qaeda cell in the Middle East was too much for every significant UN delegate to contemplate. Henri Fauche's mind raced. He had not the slightest intention of scrapping the diamond head. He might have it moderated, he might change its name, or he might rework the explosive content in its warhead, but scrap it, never. He'd come too far, worked too hard, risked too much. All he wanted now was unity. Unity in this concrete-clad room, unity among his closest and most trusted colleagues. 
"'Gentlemen,' he said evenly, "'we are currently awaiting an order for the Diamond Head from Iran, "'which will represent the most important income "'from a missile this factory has ever had. "'And that's only the beginning, because the weapon works.' We know that in Baghdad it is slashed through the reinforced fuselage of the biggest American tank as if it was made of plywood. We also know that if we do not manufacture it and reap the rewards, someone else will copy it, rename it, and make a fortune from our research. There's no way we will abandon it, whatever rules those damned lightweights concoct in the UN. Olivier Marchand an older man, mid-fifties, with an enviable background as a sales chief for the French aerospace giant Aerospecial, looked uneasy. Making money is one thing.